0: Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. I want to run through um, some slides now for fathers, but I believe that the Word of God applies to everybody. As I share these things, I think uh, even mothers, spinsters, bachelors, everyone in the house would readily uh, benefit from it. Can I have this the slide on screen quickly, please? Special Father's Day celebration. This is something I shared before, and I've tagged it the five-star father, five-star father, uh, just to present to you the, the possibilities that are ahead and what God expects from us and you, know, and, you know, the kind of things presented, pre, uh, presented to you or before you uh, influences what you become. And I would love every father, a potential father, and the women that love them, you know, and the, and the families to also pick up uh, lessons. When God began to speak to me about fatherhood, the first thing is the fact that fatherhood represents leadership. Fatherhood represents leadership. And I think every married woman should understand this. That someone is your leader does not mean is the most intelligent in the home or the most financially buoyant, but is appointed by God to lead. Just as the governor of a state or president of a nation is not the most intelligent person in the nation, but he has to make decisions and provide leadership. Because people misunderstand it. When we say leader, it doesn't mean it's the perfect person. No, it's the one appointed. You can pray for that person. You encourage that person because leadership is a lot of responsibility. And everything rises or falls on leadership. A family, a nation gets better when the leaders get better. Families get better when the leaders get better, especially the man. There is something about the patriarch in the home. Uh, and we saw that manifest in Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the patriarchs of faith. Uh, so so we, as, as a man, whether you're a potential father or father, uh, you realize that the, the, the progress of that family, uh, it's on your neck. No matter how intelligent, how spiritual your wife is, you are the leader. You realize in the Garden of Eden, when things began to scatter, though it started from Eve, uh, but God called out to Adam first. And by the way, if you have a husband that God is using, learn to listen to him. Okay? Because at the end of the day, God will ask him uh, questions. I was listening to Derek Prince in the course of the week and he was sharing a story about one of, his, uh, one of his friends, his grandson, watched something on TV. It was bad. And then the child couldn't sleep in the night, was having horrible nightmares, And then they were praying for the child. Nothing was happening. And then the man was praying. And God said, who is responsible for what your child watches on the TV? God was asking the man. And he said, he's the one. And he said, it was what he saw that something entered the child's heart. That he's responsible for it. He had to repent before God for allowing the child to see those images. When he repented, he now went back to pray. And the thing left the child. And that's what happens as a father or mother, the exposure of our kids, sometimes people pick up the spirit of immorality by the things their mother or dad allows them to see. It may not manifest now, but it has been communicated within them, especially the first seven years. For some people, it's a spirit of fear. If they, so, as an adult, there's some things you see that you can manage, but for their own tender mind, they can't. And then the child absorbs that, and then you see a child grow up in fear, intimidation, and there's some images. So fathers must rise up to the responsibility of leading their homes in such a way that the family remains a blessed family. Leadership is either a blessing or a curse. And all the women in the house, as much as God helps you, for those of us married, um, pray for the leader. Because the leader will make decisions that will affect the lead. Leadership is, it, therefore, a blessing or a curse. And maybe every father in the house would like to ask themselves, am I a blessing to uh, my family or am I a limit? A Father's Day like this, an opportunity for you to think again and look at yourself. Am I building the lives around me Or am I allowing destiny to slip away from them by my irresponsibility? Okay? Leadership is either a blessing or a curse. Let's look at five areas of fatherhood. Five areas of fatherhood. Praise the Lord. The first one uh, is the father and his God. Are you awake? Okay. Say I'm awake. (laughs) Yeah. Now, the earlier you realize as a father that your success as a father is dependent on your relationship with your heavenly father. It's dependent on that. Father of fathers. And that's your, I mean, the, the spoken word we had this morning, I, I really, I mean, enjoyed the portion I was able to absorb. Don't try to be father of everything. You have a heavenly father that you draw fatherhood from. Many men have have run dry, have become empty just because they are trying to run their lives as their own God. Yes, you are the father, but there is a father of fathers. And that is how scripture describes God, father of fathers. So I draw my fatherhood from him. I draw my fatherhood from him. He's my father. He's what I encourage. So your relationship with God matters to your success as a father. I've said severally that uh, Christianity is not a religion, but a relationship with God that makes the best out of you. Your relationship with God, how is it? I'm not talking about religion, not, um, I know God, I go to church. Your relationship with God has to be more vibrant. I'm going to just share some scriptures on these slides. Maybe that will encourage um, Fathers um, in, in in the house as much as we can. The first one is: By strength shall no man prevail. Those who trust in the arm of flesh end as failures. By strength shall no man prevail. Those who trust in the arm of flesh end as failures. By strength shall no man prevail. Those who trust in the arm of flesh end. As failures. Don't ever come to a point, as especially when you start making money. You know, the the real test of a man is when he begins to make more money. A lot of things in that person begins to show. If there is pride in that man, it begins to manifest. If there's carelessness, it multiplies. Many climb God, many climb with God, you know, as a ladder. When they now get to a particular point, they feel, "Ah, I'm okay, I don't even need the pastor, I don't even need God. We're okay. They now use their leg to throw away the ladder that took them up. And then suddenly, what happens? The person begins to crash down. Oh, you are a millionaire. You need God to sustain you where you are. Oh, you are the CEO. You have a great job. Oh, you? you are going through some challenges. It's God Almighty that will uphold, okay? Um, By strength shall no man prevail. Those who trust in the arm of flesh end as failures. Jeremiah 17.5 is on the slides. Just follow the slides. This is one scripture that I want to hand over to fathers and everyone as an encouragement in your your thinking about life and the way you run your life. Thus says the Lord, cursed be the man that trusts in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart depart from the lord when you are trusting in your connections trusting in your own energy something goes wrong it's like a curse it begins to go down he said verse uh, the next verse 6 says for he shall be like the heat in the desert and shall not see when good comes but shall inhabit the Pat places in the wilderness, in a salt land and not inhabited. That's when you're trusting in the arm of flesh, including your own arm. Verse 7, blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Come and say, I'm that man. I, I said online, I think it was last week, that anytime you see a verse and you see that word blessed, wake up. And learn from what is there. Blessed. Oh, I want to be Blessed. I want God's blessings to flow in my life. Blessings means empower to excel, empowered to prosper. Curses means empower to fail. Glory to God. He says, blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. And whose hope the Lord is, verse 8, that man shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spreads out a root by the river and shall not see when heat comes, but her leaf shall be green. That is, you'll be fruitful. You'll be fresh. (laughs) Green represents fertility, fruitfulness, health okay but her leaves shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of the pandemic shall not be careful in the year of the apc sorry the year of the sorry in the year of economic situations (laughs) amen obedience is better than sacrifice Uh, i didn't say anything please Verse (laughs) 8. When you trust in the Lord. Hey, I didn't say anything, no. We will talk about that one at the end of the year. Leave that one now. For it shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreads out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat comes, but her leaves shall be green. Come on, say, my leaves are green. And shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. I like that. When you are trusting in God, not trusting in your own energy or your experience or in your connections, you realize that you keep producing fruits in season and out of season. Your business, your career, we keep producing fruits. Neither shall cease from yielding fruits. Verse, Psalms 125 verse 1. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed. But what? Ah, what a verse. What a verse. (laughs) They, They that trust in the... Now, when we say trust in the Lord, it's not a religious, I trust God, I don't care what man says. Trust in the Lord means I'm trusting in what he tells me to do. Do you understand? If that Lord says I should love my wife as Christ loved the church... Trusting in him means I will obey that so that I can get his blessing. Please, let's not make trusting in the Lord become rude. Some people become rude. is God I'm trusting. I don't care what anybody says. God will do it for me. Foolishness. Trusting in God is following. Uh-huh. Not that uh, God is my succor. I don't care. Even if my boss doesn't like me, I'll get promoted. Mm-hmm. If, that, if that God says I should honor my husband, you know, I trust him enough that that thing will work for me. Whatever his word says because, you know, it's like telling you if you trust me and I say if you jump I will pick you up if you trust me you will jump so obedience is what Validates your trust not only religious talk or root talk It's obedience if you are not obeying what God says You don't trust him if I say if I say okay, I will pick you up when I jump from this When you jump just roll. I will pick you up. You will not land with your head if you trust me you will do it quickly when you don't trust me, you doubt, and you don't even do it. So please let's understand what we say: trust in the Lord is trusting in His word, trusting His covenant principles. That is how I run my life. I tithe because He said my heavens will be open and the devourer will be rebuked for my sake. I believe it, so I tithe with joy in worship. So anytime you are out of the covenant principles, you are not trusting in him, and the other side of this thing will begin to happen. Okay, so let's clarify that. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abides forever. What's the next uh, slide out there? Okay, Psalms 127 verse 1. Except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman are wicked, but... In vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so He gives His beloved sleep. Our labors will not be in vain as fathers. In the marketplace, in your businesses, in your career pathway, your, your labors will not end in vain in the name of Jesus Christ. Trust in His principles. I've said that already. Um, I would have loved to run through Psalms 112, but I want to encourage all the fathers in the house, just read through Psalms 112 and learn from it. Blessed is the man that fears the Lord, <laughs> that, that delights in his commandments. You see, the fear of the Lord there is you, you delight, not uh, shaky, shaky fear, I fear God. No, if, the way you are behaving, do you really fear God? Your attitude, your lifestyle, Okay, so you, you meditate on that uh, scripture. It's our family uh, scripture. We try to just keep up with it. I just love it. Psalms 112. That's blessed is the man that fears the Lord. So if there's any prayer there for a man, Lord, help me to fear you, to reverence you, and to, be, to, to, be, to, to delight in your principles. Walk in the covenant. Okay, so walking in the covenant is walking in those covenant principles. Number two, the father and his personal life. at this verse first timothy 416 all the men all the fathers everybody <laughs> can you see it can we read it together if you can say one two go take heed unto what and unto the doctrine, continue in them. For in doing this, you shall both you shall, thou shall both say what you and then the people that you are trying to lead. Father, take care of yourself. In the sense, if you die, a lot will happen. I saw a verse last week. I, 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 I've read scriptures many years. And the Holy Ghost just pointed it to me in John eight forty four. And maybe to help uh, mothers to also pray and children, you realize that because a lot is at stake when men die, the devil attacks the men more, in the sense of killing men. I've seen families when the man goes, everything changes, because most of the time the man is the breadwinner of the home. Apart from being the breadwinner in terms of financial provision, there is something about, uh, about uh, uh, fatherhood that comes to the table that a mother can provide. Thank God for churches. Look at this verse. When Jesus was uh, addresses something, he says, you are of your father, the devil. He was talking to some of those folks. And the desires of your father you want to do, he was a What? And the Lord said, the devil is a murderer. I used to see this verse only from the part of Father of Liars. He, he wants to kill people, he wants to kill that man. And he does that through all kinds of things, sickness, disease, accidents, war. More men die in war and leaves a mother with three children or lives two, you know, all kinds of things that. He says, you have your father, the devil, and the is he's a murderer from the beginning, and he does not stand in the truth, because there's no truth in him. When he speaks, he, when he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, <laughs> for he's a liar, and the father of it. That was the portion I'd always, uh, you know, remembered, but I'd never seen this, I know the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but this is direct, he's a murderer, and men, let that sink in. The devil wants to mother the person. I don't say you, so you won't be scared. So you brace up. Wives, the enemy, if he has his way, wants to destroy your husband to make either you and the children suffer. He's a motherer. And he does it. He does it every time, every day, every week. You see it all over the world. So when he says, Take heed unto thyself, wake up as a man. Don't be vulnerable to Satan. If you if you are vulnerable to this man, this Satan, he, he, can, he, can, he can destroy. He's a wicked person. And you don't treat him with gentle hand. Your husband is traveling, pray for him. At work, pray for him. I had one case yesterday that really bothered me. A dad, a very precious person, his dad at work. Somebody just poisoned the tea. Very bad. Doing well at work. Poisoned the person's food. See, secretary. Adam the man resigned from work without anything pursuing him. And left the job. Everything just changed. Started selling family properties. Just, ah, just, 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 everything changed. When your husband is making progress, you don't don't secularize your life or you will destroy it. I, I'm begging you, don't, don't, don't turn this Christian, it's, it's warfare. May you not take the wrong teeth. That place, maybe he's sitting in the office, doing well. The swinging chair. Somebody's angry, eyeing the thing, and he's not even qualified for it. Oh. That's why he has to go through that diabolical means. But if you are vulnerable, those you know, they are fasting, you are eating. They say that it's church service online. You don't join. I am okay. When you come to me for counsel now, I'll first ask you: Did you join online? I, I'll be sweating and praying. You are sleeping. You have the young man say, "I did not know what's happening." That is what is happening. You are lazy spiritually or you are, or you are stubborn or, or you are in offense whichever one All these efforts are not Who likes to wake up early in the morning to pray? He's a murderer You will not be murdered I will not be murdered I'm seeing you now in June I will see you in December All your properties intact All your vehicles intact Your children will not shed tears over you Ah, you will see your children and grandchildren Suspecting this satan every time, because he can use anybody, can use anybody. Like the way God is using me now, he can use anybody. Resist the devil, and can you imagine a murderer? Not that he deceives; he deceives the world. He's a liar. He's a murderer. We are fasting these seven days. Fast. Tell your neighbor fast. I said, man, don't be taking tea and biscuits at a level. And your household of faith, they are fasting. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm okay. The Bible says we don't need to do that. You know, new creation realities. That Jesus has paid all the price. Some people have those things and their lives are messed up. Why, why, why is that taking you? Because you are misunderstanding it. They ask Jesus Christ, why are your disciples not fasting? He said, because I'm around. But when I go, they will fast. It's not works. No, it's working in the covenant. You fast, your mouth will be dry. By 2.30, your intestine will squeeze. You will say, we just started. Just start up there. This is just Tuesday. Just started. And then you have a prompting to pray. You close the door and pray for 30 minutes. That's how we shape the future. That's how we divert Satan. (laughs) Several years ago in Kenya. Are you hearing me? before they got independence in Kenya. They had a teacher training college. They are Christian teachers in training. They were praying. They were praying the Holy Ghost. They were praying the Holy Ghost. They were praying and praying. The Holy Ghost was there. And the leader of the prayer said they should stop. That he noticed that when people have this kind of anointing, you know, they just waste it. That can they direct it to something? You understand that power? He now said, your country We'll be getting independence in the next few months. Can you pray for the nation? So they're praying, praying, praying. Everybody, prayer, praying, praying. After they prayed, there was a peace in the meeting. Everyone just kept quiet. And the man interpreting for the speaker, Swahili, came, he said, as I was praying, I saw dark horses entering, almost entering Kenya. As they were praying, the dark horses were diverted to another nation, north of Kenya, and that was Somalia. He said, he believes that their prayer just averted something. So Kenya got independence, and now they are flourishing to a measure. Go and check Somalia. Of course, that causes entered Nigeria in the north, in that Borno state, of course. Of course, of course, it's not normal. So you pray to diverse satanic agenda. You pray. You pray, 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 pray. Not just praying for miracles. Praying to stand strong. Praying on behalf of other people. Glory to God. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at the Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbutu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness, achieve greatness.